anarchists, violent mobs, arsons, looters, criminals, rioters. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. I said, please don't be too nice. We choose truth over facts. I am your president of law and order. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by the so you know the you know the thing. In a white room with black curtains near the station. So um I've blocked all the big brands on Twitter that advertise. Yeah. You know, you get promoted tweets. Yeah. I don't get them from like Lockheed Martin or, you know, mm. fucking Kraft Foods anymore. Yeah. I get like some dude from Michigan who's a wizard and does consultants. He's like, <laughs> you know, because like, yeah. I've, I, you know, I've been on Twitter like eight years. So I've blocked like, I've, every time I see an ad, I block. So like, I'm, I've whittled it down to like very little things. Mm-hmm. And um, I've been having issues with USPS lately. I think so has everybody. Like, I got literally me and my roommate. My roommate hit me up the other day, like, "Yo, your Christmas present just got in. Do you want to open it?" And I'm like, "Well, hold on, because you have a Christmas present I ordered that still hasn't gotten yeah. in. We'll do Christmas too, motherfucker. <laughs> it is almost St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. <laughs> like, shit's crazy. Yeah, they are bugging. Yeah, they really do be bugging sometimes. Yeah, Dude, um, especially with like." You know it's a fucking stupid ass rule. I had to. Ge- I ordered wine here mm-hmm, one time, mm-hmm. and I had to be here to sign it. But it came while I was, you know, on the job. Yeah. So I was like, "Yo, can I just get this shit sent to the the local one, the local USPS office?" Yeah. And these niggas were like, "No, nah, we gotta send it to the main hub, and that's like thirty miles away from <sighs> you." And I'm like, "There's one right there. Why can't you, you just drop drive? It you gotta drive there." To even drop off the package for those drivers to drive to my house. Yeah. What the fuck are you doing? Yep. But anyway, that's my little random. It's a bureaucracy. Yeah, it is. And and now you have people at the top of this bureaucracy making it even fucking worse on purpose. Mm. Because they want to privatize the shit. And that's why everyone's like, why hasn't Biden fired all the Trump people in USPS and la la la? And, and why is Louis DeJoy still... Well, because Obama wanted to privatize it and people loved USPS too much to let them. So they're going to let it get gutted until we all just fucking despise USPS enough to be like, yep, Jeff Bezos's new Amazon uh, service that's going to do delivery or like whatever the fuck comes yeah. up to replace it. And uh, I see this promoted ad because I get no other ads from this like bald dude in Colorado who's like... Where the fuck is my package? It's been 14 <laughs> days and it says in transit arriving late at USPS, at USPS Lewis DeJoy, at Joe Biden, at Kamala Harris. <laughs> promoted. Like this motherfucker was so bad. Zero he likes, zero retweets. A promoted tweet. <laughs> this motherfucker He so had bad. to get people to see that. It meant that much to him. Literally, bro. <laughs> And and I, I like and the best part is like my package from Colorado. And we all know what that means. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All, so this I'm mother, so mad. This motherfucker is stressed. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah. So like. <laughs> but it's just so fucking bad, dude. Yeah. Oh, it's um. You know we're in a weird place where you know things were bad a year ago. But a little over a year ago, or a year ago, it still felt like Bernie might, you know, win, or that the left might gain some power in this country and things might get better. Yeah. Now it's like, 
Yep, I guess that's just the mail doesn't work anymore. <laughs> like, I guess that's the like, newest. That's the newest institution to fall right yeah, there. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Like, I thought, like, they're, they're like that's it. Like, yeah. what are we gonna do? Like, it's, it's, sorry about it, guys. Yeah, like, fuck. And and I, I think about all the small businesses that must be missing out on so much money that depend on that, and like, you know, crazy. So, um, let's talk blue and on. Yeah. Yeah. Last episode, we talked about our victory over them with not having near a tan that elected to OMB, um, spearheaded by Matt Brunig and a lot of people who, you know, took her down, rightly so. Um, and we, you know, Matt Brunig is probably one of the most important leftist voices as far as like what has amounted to real policy. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think the People's Policy Project has been like really influential in driving some of the discourse. Um, you know, obviously a guy who, like, isn't a racist or, like, a horrible person um, who, like, does these, you know, he's he, he's he's not a, an anti-Asian racist person. Um, and, and on the left, and anyone who satirizes politics, there's this time-honored tradition. And I even remember, I mean, I do this all the time. You repost conservative memes to make fun of them because they're so shitty. There is an entire account called conservative, uh, accidental left-wing memes. Yeah, accidentally left-wing like, yeah, accidental I love left that. Wing, yeah, yeah. That's, that's but one. there's another one called like con- just conservative, conservative owns, memes. Conservative self-owns. Yeah, that's, that's a called. good one. Yeah, that's a yeah. good one. And, so. But there are ones that are just purely conservative memes. Like there's one yeah. called like um, cursed boomer images. Like yeah. there's just a, it's just a funny thing people do. Mm. And something that Matt Brunig has done for like a long time. And him and his wife both cleverly do this thing where their tweets delete after 24 hours so people can't just, like, try to pull up old tweets, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a fan of I'm leaving all my old tweets up. I've got nothing to hide, and I've always really respected Kaya Kalinske for leaving his tweets up. Yeah. And he's got, I mean, like, he's got some bad ones. <laughs> but and then you'll ask about it, he'll just be like, yeah, I used to take a lot of Percocet. <laughs> he's just very honest. Like, yeah, yeah I used to be crazy. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Sorry, I'm not like that anymore. Yeah. And like, you know, and, 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 and you know, I think this is probably an important thing to discuss. Not let, let, let's stay on the main topic, but let, let's talk about restorative justice and and because that's been a topic online recently. Okay, I really don't know what that is, so you're going to have to inform me okay. and the listeners and so. the listeners. So yeah, um, but just to finish this Matt Brunig point. Um, you know, a lot of people on the Nira Tandon Blue Anon left really had their knives out for him, specifically. I mean, there were mean tweets the night Nira Tandon, like, I hope Matt Bruning's happy that he shot down a woman of color, like, you know. Yeah. And, and which is what we were parodying at the intro of the episode mm. we were celebrating. Um, mm. But, you know, it, it, so this is some pretty wild stuff. Matt Brunig tweets out um, a conservative meme that's, uh, Asian guy like on the Salt Bay guy sprinkling COVID all over the globe. Yeah, and then I mean Blue Anon came out crazy. Yeah. Matt Brunig is a white supremacist. Matt Brunig wants to instigate anti-Asian hate crimes. Oh, it's no surprise he hated Nira Tandon so God. much. And then here's the craziest stuff. Um, <coughs> he said. So then this guy fucking uh Matt, Robert Caruso starts going after him and matt brunig like lost a job uh because he called nira tandon a scumbag like he got fired and and you know then people have literally threatened to like kill his family and apparently this robert caruso guy threatened to kill his family and there's screenshots of him like literally talking about like 
I'm not going to say what I do to his fan. Like, and it's like, yeah, but I'm going to yeah. do something. Yeah, it's, I'm it's going to be bad. Yeah, like to completely threatening yeah. his kid, like his children. And he called his child a retard and like yeah. all this shit. And it was yeah. like, whoa, like what? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like just like completely insane. Um, And then here's another one. Hey, at Patreon, one of your users, Matt Brunig of the People's Policy Project, just shamelessly posted an incredibly xenophobic picture. Anti-Asian hate crimes have been gone through the roof because of hateful language like this. Patreon, this is a very serious... Like, they get just keep tagging Patreon. I wanted yeah. him to get removed. And it's like, of like, you are going to... Like, listen, anti-Asian hate crimes are a serious, serious issue right now. Mm-hmm. They're, and, and it's something that we need to talk about and be aware of and, and not allow in our community. Totally stand with that. Yeah. Parodying the conservative memes that are causing these hate crimes and, and, and looking at them and examining them, that's probably the part yeah, of it. Yeah, that... Yeah, like... Yeah, I, I think that's, like, important to yeah. do. Because it's just, like, dissecting how look to how argue insane. against... Look at how fucking ridiculous this yeah. shit is. It's almost laughable. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, and it's almost laughable to think that the guy who runs the People's Policy Project wants to instigate anti-Asian hate crime. Like, that's in such bad faith. Yeah. And to want to get a thing taken off Patreon that is directly responsible for lifting so many children out of poverty through the child tax credit. Holy shit. That is like, I mean, that is, you're the one that wants to instigate harm to people. Yeah. That you're, you're, that is actively trying to fucking fuck up people's shit. Yeah. You're the enemy of progress. Yeah. And you're the team that threatened this guy's family. And, and then on top of that, you have K-Hive people that are, like, they're, they, they're, they one time, they had there were 19 K-Hive people calling Child Protective Services on this one guy they got in an argument with on Twitter to try to get his children taken away. Like, that's what the like like, there are real segments of this internet that are, like, really horribly toxic and insane. And, uh, and then it's all projection, I think, when they try to, like, say, we're that. You know, because yeah. that's really not the case, yeah. and 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 it, and it, it's really it's really just disgusting. Um, Blue Anon in general, this whole really kind of radicalized centrist, like radical mm. center almost. Yeah. Um, and you know what's funny? My roommate had a good point. He's like, I'm like, because I was looking at an account the other night. Like, I can't believe this is real. Mm. And I should pull up the tweet that he replied to me with. It was basically claiming that. Um, Biden is the most, yeah, just another, Biden's the most progressive president. If you can't see that, you're da 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 And I looked at his account, and it was just like, you know, retweets of Brooklyn Dad Defiant, yeah. who we'll get to later. <laughs> my God. And I was like, I can't believe these people are real. And my roommate was like. It doesn't make sense, man. It doesn't like, make sense. Bro. It, 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 there's no other explanation for it other than you're some of them fucking are stupid. Some of them are you know? bots. Some of them are stupid. Um. But I think a larger thing, and, and so, you know, my roommate made a good point. He goes, these are people who have been radicalized over the past four years the same way you have been, except the people they're mad at are the left, and they think the left's the problem and why things are so bad. And they're in this opposite echo chamber, and they've been radicalized, and, and, and maybe mm-hmm. even more radicalized than you are, but against the left. And, and against Donald Trump, but in a very surface-level way. Like, yeah. you know, there's a lot of good examples of this, but like, here's a good example of anti-racism under Trump. Here's an account that said four days left to, to one of the most racist, to the most racist presidency in our in the history of our country. Um, 
basically celebrating that Trump was getting our, our office. Then, um, two weeks later, she's talking about someone who basically got beaten to death by cops. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically had unrelenting skin eruptions, uh, leathery, dry, exposed wounds. Not one spot on his body is free of wounds, like just completely beaten to, to shreds. And then she replies, it wasn't a life, and this is a black man, uh, it wasn't a life or death situation when he shot what's-his-face point blank in the face. Sorry, no sympathy to the man. And it's like, you know, when Trump was in, the most racist president, we gotta go after it. And it was like, it's it's very shallow level. It's not actually anti-racism. It's mm. not actually It's a virtue signal. Yeah, it's virtue signaling. Yeah, it's an easy virtue signal. Easy virtue signal, because Trump's such a low exactly. target. Yeah. So you get to feel better than them. <clears throat> and on top of that, well, who you really hate is the left. And and that's who they've been or black people against. Or black in people. In general. Black people in general. Mm-hmm. And who they really hate more than anyone is black leftists. Yes. Don't, don't get them started on that. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm here, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> and here's what's fucking crazy. The next morning, I we find out that Brooklyn Dad Defiant, who, for those of you who don't know who he is, one of the dumbest accounts on Twitter... Just like someone who has been an odious anti-Bernie influence. People have been quote-tweeting on dunking on him all year. Like, he's just been one of those guys completely on the train for Biden. He also had a tweet where he got angry about Phoebe, Phoebe Bridges smashing a guitar, which I think we talked about on this pod. I don't but he's, think so. He's just a lame-o. Um, yeah. And just this... And But anyway, this is really fucking crazy. So here's some of this guy's best tweets, just before we get into it. Um... This is after Cuomo was accused of uh, basically raping, <laughs> allegedly. allegedly. Cuomo's like a, a abusing power, raping, just a horrible piece of shit. And um, I think Nick Mullen made this point to copy him, but he basically said a lot of these accusations are from this past summer. It is a direct result of the libs gassing this man up and saying, oh, I'm a Cuomo sexual, that you have him being like, Oh, I'm going to diddle people and try yeah. to... Uh, oh, look at me, big man it's, on campus. It's my time to shine. Yeah, li- I mean... Big COVID safe man. Yeah, and this is what you get when you uplift people in the same way Republicans do. Like, it, it, it's... it's And mm. so, here's what he tweets is, the only person who could pardon Trump from a conviction in New York is the governor. Kind of makes you wonder about timing. Like, as if these are Trump plants to try to get Cuomo out of office. Here's another one. My wife just now... Jill Biden is going to give America a mommy again. It's what we need. I think we read this one on the post-election episode. Yeah, we, I think, Did, didn't we? I think so. Yeah. And, 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 oh my god. And and here's here's the best. He goes, "This is the, my favorite one. This is from about a year ago." He goes, "We have a ton more candidates who would make a better president than Trump right now: Elizabeth Warren, Kamala Harris, <laughs> Pete Buttigieg, Cory Booker, Joe oh, Biden." My. Amy Klobuchar, Beto O'Rourke, Eric Swalwell, that guy, what's his name? Andrew Yang. Any of them. Anybody but Trump 2020. No mention no, of Bernie. No Bernie. No, yeah, Bernie. no Bernie at all. No yeah. Bernie. Uh, you know, the second, the, the, the most popular candidate who's winning yes. all the primaries at this time. Exactly. Yeah. The, and Knew exactly what you were doing when you said that shit. Literally. <laughs> and, uh, he, I mean, this is pretty, this is pre- I mean, it's just all crazy oh here's the best i wish bernie would just cut the crap and drop out already it would be nice not to have to repeat 2016 all over again it needs to be said in all caps 
who are you defiant, Mr. Defiant over here? Who yeah. are you defying? And then this is a crazy one. I know we all knew they slept in separate bedrooms, but just hearing it confirmed that Melania had a separate bedroom from Spanky is freaking hilarious. Spanky? What the fuck? The Bidens will, of course, raw dog like wild animals while watching Wolf Blitzer. Wait, what? Nothing but curled toes, cramped calves, dog, and, and gallons of frothy spunk. Bro, we ain't never gonna be free, nigga. <laughs> Never, bro. Is bro? Oh, <laughs> what kind of shit is that? That man can't even fucking remember the general, se- the fucking defense secretary's name, or what the fucking Pentagon is. <sighs> what makes you think he's gonna fucking raw dog anybody? What makes you think that that makes Except it fucking poor people work economically? Yeah, he's fucking us. God damn! If you're voting for Trump, the Green Party, or not at all. You are a selfish, <laughs> stupid asshole, and I don't ever want to know you. Period. <laughs> Middle finger emoji. <sighs> and then here's, and here's from Tara Reid, um, what she posted. She posted this screenshot. Isn't it strange how all the reporters who swarmed the Tara Reid false accusations have neglected to cover the disintegration of her credibility? It's okay. We already knew it was BS. And he's had a lot of other tweets smearing Tyree, just like he's smearing mm. the people coming after fucking Cuomo. Yeah. And you have to wonder, you know, where do these people come from? How did the how did people radicalize in a direction that's so untrue? Because yeah. when I look at socialism, there's a lot of projection. Oh, it's you know online bots, and they Putin's trying to you know tear apart the nation. But I really look at it as social media gave people a way to find out the truth, explore the truth, share the truth. And there were these people rightfully outraged who all got caught up in this outrage cycle on Twitter and propagandized each other into becoming what we are now. Mm. This happened all the way back in 2015, going with, with the first Bernie election you saw this and, and, and memeing everyone's way to socialism. This already happened. I think what happened was the DNC saw that and the threat that that was. And said, all right, we need to astroturf our own version of this. Mm-hmm. Where we have accounts that get every, in the same... And they have all the technology and resources and data to literally study the emotional states. What psychologically influences people to go down this path. And they could literally copy the blueprint of the radicalizations that happened to all the Bernie voters. And try to radicalize their own rabbit fan base. Mm-hmm. And now this might seem insane to you. And so, and when my roommate was pitching it to me, I thought it kind of was too. The next day, the very fucking next day, what we find out is absolutely insane. Brooklyn Dad Defiant, one of the main counts on the extreme centrist Twitter, received $67,000 in super PAC funding from the DNC. Various corporations made up that $60,000, including Google, Amazon, Microsoft, all these different fucking John Legend was in there, um, and and it's funny because he there's literally tweets defending like Chrissy Teigen and John Legend, um, and so it's like <laughs> this guy like and, yeah. and and first of all we talked last episode about Neera Tandon and the and the the snide comment they all say about Twitter isn't real life. Apparently it is because they're funding it, mm-hmm. and they 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 have create tried to create their own, and that's why you see Blue Anon. You have QAnon. And you blew it on. Yeah. And it's both people who have been radicalized 
by online paid propagandists. Mm. Paid propagandists. Literally. Literally paid propagandists. And and he has a long track record of fucking tweets too that we can fucking go through. Um I don't know. His, some of his are just so bad where he's like saying that 1 6 was worse than 9 11. Yep, I saw and that. And like yeah. shit like that. And like, he, shit... he lives in New York, right? Yeah. How has nobody like just fucking beat this shit out right? of him? Right? You, th- you, I can't imagine. Yeah, I would think. 1 6 is worse than 9 11. Are, are you fucking serious? And you live in New York. And you live in New York. Like, wild. Wild. Crazy. Wild. And here's the fucking thing, though. These guys come to prominence because they really play on. The same thing Vouch plays on, this superiority complex that people want to feel, and, and a simplification of politics, and an easier narrative to buy. But this guy's really an expert at helping craft the narrative. Like, the 1-6 is worse than 9-11, I think, was a major... That's like a... That's really cemented in the lib consciousness. I really think, in many ways, 1-6 is their 9-11. Yeah. But yeah, he's Because they can just play it over and over again and yeah. traumatize those people. Yep. Because I think it's mainly is for those people. Yep. And this guy also had anti-Semitic tweets about Bernie that are all deleted that I, I could I had trouble finding. But, I mean, really just piece of shit. Uh, yeah, there's really not not much you can say. And to sell out for so cheap. Yeah, sell out get a so... You with that. You, bro, you, you, you can't even get a and, fucking Model X with that shit, yeah. bro. You can't Bro's even, in Brooklyn. That's, like, not a lot of money. Yeah. Like, yeah. Dude, you're not... Bro, that's so fucking shitty. And then all the, like, the Blue Anon people are just like... Oh, why are you mad at this guy for making money? You think these activists just don't get paid? Yep. And I'm like, yeah, real activists don't, don't get yeah, fucking paid. Oh, real activists aren't allied with Google, Amazon, yeah. and his whole donor list. And, and it's not funny? about like making money. It's about where you get the fucking money from. Yep. Yep. You know, I, I'm not gonna knock anybody for how they. Well, I am gonna knock some people for how they make yeah, their money. Yeah, but people. like, but like, you know, it's where that money actually comes from and what it's meant what receiving that money actually means a hundred percent and it's so clear in the way this guy tweets mm. about a multitude of things yeah and uh i mean it's it's really just it's so disgusting and you wonder how many other crazy rabbit accounts that lead all these and you know what's sad the people who get wrapped up in the lies that these people spin mm-hmm. and that's really what's i think sad because the, the people like him really have people convinced that things can't get better that the left is their enemy that mm. and that's a really dark place to be. I mean, that's a really that's a that that's, you feel like there's no hope but yeah. just to stay the same. Yeah, 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 yeah. And be be bipartisan. Yeah, and and completely just I'm on I'm on team blue. I'm gonna yeah. ride for them. Tara reads a fucking liar. They like mm. they, they they the amount of I mean the fact that this guy smeared a rape victim for sixty k that alone is like reprehensible mm-hmm. and a lot of people are kidding you know 60k to tweet i'll do it you wouldn't though no no one would you like no it that really takes a fucking real piece of shit and it goes to that the first um episode we ever did attack of the clouds mm-hmm. you look at this guy's recording studio he records what's behind him it's a mural of himself that says Brooklyn dad defying it and it's really? all these, yeah, and he's a logos of himself and paintings. So he's a narcissist. Too. Narcissistic yeah. who just wants the attention. And you know what? He probably thinks he, his politics are correct too. And he's like, oh, I'm just getting paid for it. And I'm just such a smart fucking guy. He's a useful idiot. Yeah. Useful idiot. They want to pay this dumbass to sit and tweet all this drivel, this just toxic bullshit all day and rile people up against who actually wants to help them. And that's the, the really sad part because the people who 
you know, there are people who are just apolitical or just aren't as tuned in. The people who follow accounts like Brooklyn Dad Defiant are just as wrapped up in the shit as we are. But they are wrapped up in the wrong way and yeah. a, a toxic way mm. and and fed complete lies and it's and and, and literally paid propagandists yeah. and and the reason they're that way is because similarly they feel that they're suffering under capitalism and how cruel and twisted is it that these people that genuinely want to fight for justice genuinely are well-meaning and aren't Republicans and want good things are there people among the Brooklyn Dad Defiant audience that are horrible despicable pieces of shit like the ones defending him for taking this money sure and, and that just want to look down on people and are the wrong kind of liberal sure but for the most part i'd say he's really just like with QAnon. you're taking advantage of some bad people but mostly well-meaning people that want to see change in, in a world where like we just said earlier this episode we're like it feels like we're locked in for four years like change is not coming mm-hmm. like there's just not like it's just it's over like shit's just fucked and that's a and 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 so of course people want to go to these alternative explanations for why that is instead of trying to envision how we can build power and how we can move forward and how we can work on a left project because those are that's complicated we yeah. don't have a fucking left we don't and, and, and there's a big struggle that's going to come with building one and i think that's a lot harder than you know let's just if only the riffraff could be more quiet and we could get to business which is like basically the Brooklyn Dad Defiant and K Hive way of viewing things. Damn. Yeah. Of just like, oh, I let me let's get it as normal as possible mm-hmm. so we can mm-hmm. be at brunch mm-hmm. and not have to worry about the poor. Yep. And the leaders of the K Hive, I'd say this guy's one of the main accounts in like the resistance. Like he sold an anti Trump book, like, you know, he's around, he's yeah. been on Ben Dixon's show. It seems like a uh, a very common with all of these people is that they just like do write a write, do, just do a book about how Trump is just awful and it was yeah. one of the, some of the worst four years one of, of my life. favorite post-election but photos then is the, Barnes and Noble the discount bin and it's just like all the anti-Trump books there's so <laughs> many of them. it was a business yeah but I feel like he really was one of the more prominent ones and you mm. look at and that's kind of the resistance in K-Hive there's a lot of overlap but you look at who the leaders of the K-Hive were and they had a lot of really close ties to Kamala Harris's billionaire husband, Hollywood exec husband. Mm. Like, and 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 there's to the point where like, you know, people were really trying to be like, this is fucked up. There were not connections like this between Bernie Bros and Bernie's campaign, but there are real connections. And I'm sure they were. Th- now that this came out, I'm sure it wasn't just that they were cozy and friends and took a selfie, but they're yeah. Here, let me pay you so that you can really work on this. Thank you for supporting us. Yeah. yeah. And and so they're picking out the worst actors, the most bad faith people, the the true loons, and and they're astroturfing these radically centrist, insane. And you know what's so crazy? It goes to show all the how much they scare the left. All that talk about the outrage about the Bernie Bros and online and propaganda and misinformation. They were just they they thought that's what we were because mm. that's in their heads. The only way you could gain that kind of power. Yeah. Not from truth, not from justice, not from solidarity, but through those things. And it's all projection because yeah. they're the ones doing those things. Yeah. It's all projection. Whenever they call you out, whatever they say about you, it's all fucking projection. And and I think that's like the important lesson to get out of this. Like these are the grifters. The Lincoln Project and this is the best part. Brooklyn Dad Defiant was out here calling people like Ryan Knight. Grifters, Jimmy Dore, grifters. Yeah, for wanting, yeah, be- for wanting a better life. For He's people. the grifter. 
Yeah, he he is the yeah. We, <laughs> yeah, it's all projection. Yeah, it's all projection. Yeah, yeah, because they can't imagine a world where you actually believe in the things you're saying, dude. Some of those tweets are just like no better than like Caitlyn Bennett. Yeah, and like Caitlyn Bennett is like one of the worst grips of all time. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. it's like it's no, all, it's literally just yeah. the inverse of that. Yeah, shit. it literally yeah. is the inverse. Like no it, better. It, it it and and you know we are offering an alternative and i think that's the key thing to focus on is Mm -hmm. that you know we need we need an alternative um i just there's so much we could talk about blue anon i just like here's a fucking crazy one here's a blue anon account um and this is like this is where you're like are these people cia agents or are they just so propagandized this one's crazy we've talked before on this podcast about how the 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 CIA and the Department of Defense works with Marvel and they're involved in Marvel movies. And it's a obvious, crazy thing that the climax of the movie called Black Panther is a white CIA agent shooting down a weapon shipment. That's always been nuts, you know? Yeah. And I actually learned something interesting recently that on the first Avengers movie, the Department of Defense withdrew their support because of what happens at the end of the movie where the World Security Council wants to nuke New York. And like Nick Fury disobeys his orders and stops them, they are mm. like, yeah, you, you got to write this out, or we're not, we're not going to give you props and set pieces and you know vehicles. Mm. And so, yeah, and they yeah. kept it. So the Department of Defense is not thanked in the credits of that movie, but is in the rest of the Avengers movies. Um, <laughs> just an interesting, just an interesting tidbit. Yeah. But wow. this account is in a leftist thread that's talking about um, all this shit, and someone goes, "The CIA literally saves the day in Black Panther." LOL. And this is really just like big brain. This is the most big brain reply I've ever seen. If your takeaway from Black Panther was the CIA saved the day, you're anti-black as fuck. Damn, got me there, sport. (laughs) (laughs) You fuck. God, man. Here's her reply to that. Like, can you imagine being ignorant enough to sit through an entire ass movie about black communities self-organizing around agency, self-defense, and self-government? Governance, rising to technological greatness and handling their own internal business and attributing it to the CIA. It's like turning the woke... like, And that's what I think so insidious about the the Blue Anon people is they use the woke language. They act like they're on the side. They know it. They can speak to it. Yeah, they know what... Like, this person has to know what she's doing right uh-huh. how do you like yeah. that that's like not... what she said is like somewhat like yeah actively organizing and yeah. stuff like that is actually what black panther is yeah but if you don't see why that's fucking ironic like yeah. you know what i yeah, mean yeah, like, yeah. like you have to know what you're doing yeah. there like there's no way you can't see what you're doing yeah like, you're too smart yeah because it, it is it's too crafty well, yeah i'm thinking of that drewski video what did you mean what by did that? you mean by yeah, 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 yeah. You know. fucking crazy and uh i you know um. So that's it. <laughs> you got anything else you want to talk about? Uh, no, I think you were we... pretty upset about Brooklyn Dad Defiant. You were yeah, texting yeah. pretty hot earlier. Yeah, because I was just like, man, how could you do that? Like, yeah. you know what you're doing. Yeah. And then like you go and try and pedal this. I think I was more mad about the book than anything. I, I want to play this clip yeah, real play quick. The clip from the book. So. Or not even from the book. He's talking to Benjamin Dixon. Oh. Here. I don't know if you've seen this. No, I have not or, seen this. Fuck Benjamin Dixon, too. He's the candidate. Uh, I'm throwing my the full he's talking about He's talking head. about what he's like, the ideal Democratic candidate that he describes in his book that is the best to win against Trump. Mm-hmm. Right. 
platform uh, behind that person. In fact, when I was writing uh, The Littlest President, the candidate <laughs> that... Uh, so my book kind of chronicles the life and improbable victory victory of Donald Trump back in 2016. And it talks victory. about yeah. the primary. Now, by the time I published this, we didn't even know who the candidate was going to be. So right. I called it Candidate Somebody Blue. And when we illustrated this character, he always kind of looked like Bernie. To Bernie. <laughs> You see what I'm fucking saying, bro? Right. That's the type of shit that like. It's like he knows Bernie. Yeah, he, he exactly. You know? yeah. Like this is a pure grifter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what's so fucking crazy. And there's a mm. book that just came out. Lucky how Joe Biden barely won the presidency. And I forgot mm. who was by. I'm sorry, but you can look it up. Mm. And uh, it's not from a leftist perspective, but it it, it really illuminates how the coalesce like just the coalition of interests that came together behind Joe Biden mm-hmm. and all the behind the scenes things that had to happen from a variety of powerful interests. Barack Obama played a huge hand, but it was not just him. It was yeah. forces even bigger than him. And it, I mean, it it is truly eye-opening. The first half of the book, uh, Crystal Ball said, could be called How We Stopped Bernie Sanders because that's really mm-hmm. what it's about. And, and the most illuminating aspect of it is you have multiple Democrats admitting that they either fear a Bernie presidency as mm. much or more than a Trump presidency. Um, and I think a, a great example of that, and, I, you know, I always save the good stuff for the end of the episode, but we just had a huge win in Nevada. Um, and when we won the socialist candidate against centrist candidate, the entire DNC in that state quit Took cleared out the bank accounts, gave themselves severances, and put, moved the last four hundred fifty thousand dollars into the Senate account that they still control, and completely left it barren. And it's like, it's so clear that the Democrats and us are just different things. Mm. <coughs> and that's where I think the criticisms of AOC and Bernie to be levied more is not that they're bad people or bad actors, but that they keep people in the democratic apparatus mm-hmm. and maybe the argument is that people need to withdraw from it um and cuz cuz quite frankly if we win they're going to do everything they can to stop us and if if they can they're then not going to be on our team they're going to switch sides and so like it's pretty clear that we kind of have to do well our own thing that that's really and i've said it before but my real hope my real theory is that what we'll have now is basically the the Republicans going off the deep end with QAnon, the Democrats moving into the vacuum of space they left, and a new left party emerging. Yeah. And there's a lot that they do with voting suppression to keep third parties off ballot. And there's a lot that is going to have to be overcome there. But I really see that as the only path forward. Um, and funnily enough, I think Newsweek did a headline um, this week that was basically socialists and liberals both criticizing X. And it's mm. like, wow, they distinguished. Mm-hmm. They distinguished yeah, exactly. the two yeah. things. Yeah. yeah, I think that's a good step forward. Yeah. From, you know, not lumping, lumping us all, us all into one together, thing. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's the best thing. Yeah, and so to leave, or at least that's a, a no, shining light. You know, it's a shining light, and it's it's the only way we're going to move forward. Yes. We have we have to cut the umbilical cord. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and, and yeah, that that's it. And, and let them go run free. Yeah, let them lose. Yeah, let them lose. Because guess what? Even this... Because they have their little hyper-crazy base, right? Mm-hmm. And we have our hyper-crazy base, and the Reds have their hyper-crazy base. Mm-hmm. But only one of those hyper-crazy bases has the truth. And so when it comes to winning over the non-poisonously uh, uh, online community, which mm-hmm. is most of the country, yeah, we're going to win. Because mm-hmm. we have the truth. Reality's on our side. We're not living in fucking la-la land like these people. Think about the amount of consent manufacturing that it takes with all these accounts, all the astroturfing, all the money. What a coordinated effort. Yeah. K-Hive, Blue Anon, Resistance, all that shit. For what? To barely scrape by? To need to grease all the wheels of everything to get to get a victory? Yeah. And, and the On sad, both sides, yeah. too. You know? <laughs> and, 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 and to people listening to this that think... We're going to take down the Democrats and we're just going to have Republicans. Maybe. And and that's fucked up. But I really think that either we build a party that can oppose the Republicans or we don't. And mm-hmm. either way, the Democrat project is is not going to be able to face up to the rising fascist tide. Yeah. Either, either way. There's no infiltrating the Democratic Party and changing it from the inside either. I don't think so. There, I really I, no, there's absolutely no way. Yeah, I'm hopeful. No. But I don't think so. No, I'm not hopeful at all. <laughs> Why would you be? Yeah. So many people have tried before, and you see how, like, yeah. even, like, on Medicare for All, AOC got pushed just a tiny bit and then, like, kind of folded to the women of the Democratic Party. Just yeah. a bit. That's my only criticism of her, you yeah. know? But yeah. she is good in other regards, but yeah. that is something that she did. No, it's 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 true. And it sucks. And, and what's unfortunate is even Bernie and AOC, when they go along with the party line and just the typical debates that they don't set... That are mm. set by, you know, different forces. But, you know, like even now canceling student debt is 10K. Is it 10K or 50K? That's the argument. It's not cancel all student debt. And, you know, yeah. and it's like, and it's and that's why we need something on the outside that's giving, cancel all student debt. Mm-hmm. Medicare for all. That's yelling, that's into, yelling. Into, into that void. Exactly. Or trying to. Trying to. Like, I think we need to grow yeah. out of the void and, and really become a real thing. And, and, and that's. I think we are. I, I really think we're starting to see the beginning. That headline gives me hope. The, the fucking, the I hope Nevada, all them resigning, people look at that and go, wow, that's how it is. Mm. Okay. And uh, the DCCC, which is basically controls who staffs things in Washington and is basically, you know, when you talk about the Democratic establishment, they're one of the big players. Mm. They had a rule that they wouldn't employ or help uh, or basically do any business with anyone who is challenging an incumbent right mm-hmm. or so that so aoc like basically anyone on the left yeah then they did this politico puts out this fluff fluff piece about like they're removing that rule that blanket rule but at the end you have a quote from the guy in charge of DCCC going well, we just think that the blanket rule is probably the wrong way to go about it. But, you know, if you if you actively try to take down one of our candidates, don't expect to come work with us. So, like, basically, we're taking away the rule in name, but we're still mm. going to operate like this. And that's just yeah. a small example of, like, really, it's separate things. And, and I think, and, you know, the old saying, the system changes you. You don't say it change the system, right? Yeah. But uh, we are building our own. And it's happening, and the separation's happening. And so to leave it on a hopeful note, um, I do think that the tides are turning. I really do. And I know it seems so hopeless right now. I feel so hopeless sometimes. Like, 
yep, four years of this. Like, and it just feels like, you know, we blew our shot. It's over. The bad guys won. But uh, Back to the drawing board. Back, you know, we're, we're just going to keep on grinding. Exactly. Unfortunately, we have, we have to keep grinding. We have to. We can't give up. We can't. That's really the main thing. We can't give up. And here's the reality of it. We didn't try that hard. We can do so much more. We can really try. We can really give them a fight. And we, we haven't yet. We haven't seen that. Damn. Um, and on that note, uh, good place to leave it. Yep. And so I episode 40. I think 40. No. 41? 42. 42? Wow. 42. 42, Doug. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. All right. Peace out, y'all. Follow us on IG. Inside Agitator. <laughs>